Welcome to the Alabama Literacy Network's podcast, which is designed to share information and best practices for literacy in the state of Alabama. We hope to bring a wide variety of resources together to help school leaders, teachers, and parents so that all children read at high levels. We believe that literacy is a fundamental right that is tied to so many positive outcomes that we want for the citizens of Alabama. This podcast was brought to you by Brightspot Ed LLC, an educational consulting company based in Alabama, providing consulting, professional learning, evaluation services, and resources. Our goal is to highlight the good and replicate it across education. Check us out at brightspoted.com. I'm your host, Shelley Bell Smith. Today, we will be talking to Julie Odom, Special Projects Coordinator at the Alabama Partnership for Children. Ms. Odom earned a bachelor's degree from Auburn University in Human Development and Family Studies and a master's degree from Louisiana State University in Shreveport in Human Services and Nonprofit Administration. She has over 15 years experience in early care and education and nonprofit organizations. Prior to working with the APC, Julie served as the Early Childhood Programs Director for the North Texas Area United Way. In this position, Julie developed and coordinated all initiatives surrounding the Born Learning Campaign. She also secured funds to allow Wichita County to become the first county in the state of Texas to replicate Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. Prior to her work in Texas, Julie served as the Community Services Director for the Partnership for Children of Wayne County, North Carolina, Smart Start. In this position, Julie worked closely with North Carolina's Smart Start headquarters to promote awareness of the Partnership for Children's mission, vision, strategies, and activities. We will also be talking to Mrs. Collie Wells, Early Language and Literacy Coordinator of the Alabama Partnership for Children. Ms. Wells joined the APC staff in January 2019 as the Early Language and Literacy Coordinator for the Talk With Me Baby program. She has over 29 years of experience in public education, where she taught and later worked for 20 years at the Alabama Department of Education in Career Technical Education and Workforce Development Division, where she managed staff and initiatives that focused on developing the talents and skills of students in classroom settings that are rigorous, progressive, and certified to industry standards. Ms. Wells provided professional development to educators regarding the integration of core academic skills, employability skills, and technical job-specific skills into their career technical education classroom instruction. She has worked closely with post-secondary education leaders other state agency staff, and business and industry representatives to ensure that partnerships were developed and to avoid duplication of service. Ms. Wells received a bachelor's degree from the University of West Florida in 1990 and a master's degree from Alabama A&M in 1997. Welcome, Julie and Kali. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having us, Shelley. We are excited to be here and to share with your listeners some information about our efforts around early language and literacy. And we also hope to share ways that all adults can be involved in our work. Yes, thank you so much for having us. We are really excited about this work that we do for our youngest learners in our communities. And we hope that the podcast today will provide some new information for your listeners and learn about our organization as well. So thank you for inviting us, Shelley. I'm really excited because I didn't know a lot of the things that you do. And so both of you work for the Alabama Partnership for Children. What can you tell us about this organization and how did you become involved in it? So, Shelley, the Alabama Partnership for Children is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 
was created over 20 years ago. And our mission is to work in partnership with families and organizations to ensure that all Alabama's children from birth to five get everything they need to develop to their fullest potential. We have a wide variety of programs at the APC. I'm briefly going to just tell you about a few. We have the Alabama Family Central, which is a one-stop destination website that was created in collaboration with state agencies around Alabama and other organizations who have partnered to support Alabama's families by sharing all available state agency resources related to the health and well-being of children in one easy-to-use online location. We also have Help Me Grow, which is a free information and referral line that helps connect families of children birth to eight to health and developmental resources in their community within Alabama. And when parents call in, a care coordinator answers questions and concerns that the parents might have about their child's development and then connects parents with services within their local area. They'll even follow up to make sure that a connection to a provider is made. Healthy Kids Healthy Futures uh, is a health promotion program that we have that supports child care providers, healthy policy, practice, and environmental changes and focuses on building statewide partnerships to impact system changes and ensure children in child care have a healthy start in life. Resources available through this program include child nutrition, breastfeeding, infant and child physical activity, outdoor playtime, reducing screen time for children, and creating farm to early care and education programs and oral health. We also have Strengthening Families, which is a research-based cost-effective strategy to increase family stability, enhance child development, and reduce child abuse and neglect. This program offers a free parenting kit, including a handbook for new parents to give them immediate access to important information to assist in their difficult and joyous job of being a new parent. Um, Another facet is also um, the Alabama Parent Leadership Network that helps parents become involved in their communities and get involved so that they have a voice for their families and their children. And that network helps give them the skills to do that. First Five Alabama is another program. It's a professional association managed by the APC that works to nurture strong relationships among young children, their parents, and all the adults who care for them, including child care workers, home visitors, and pediatricians. First Five Alabama focuses on promoting the healthy social and emotional development and mental health of all Alabama children from birth through age five. And finally, the APC offers Teach Early Childhood Alabama which is a scholarship program that helps early learning professionals increase their level of education and effectiveness in the classroom by making the educational process more attainable and affordable and by increasing their potential to earn higher wages and reduce staff turnover. So those are just a few of the things that we're doing. Honestly, there's so many other facets. Um, I would highly encourage, you know, if you want to learn more about that APC and all the work that we're doing, the great things, to visit our web- website at alabamapartnership.org to learn more. Personally, I joined uh, the APC about eight years ago. I've worked in that Healthy Healthy Kids, Healthy Future area. I've worked with the Alabama Parent Leadership Network and then be- began this early language and literacy work with the agency in 2018. Kala, you want to add how you became involved? So my work at Alabama Partnership for Children just started a few years ago after I retired from the State Department of Education. And I was really excited to learn about opportunities that were available um, to provide parents and caregivers with the knowledge and skills that they needed to become better caregivers for the children in their care. So it was really exciting to find out about this nonprofit organization that's located in Montgomery, but really provides state 
statewide services. And it's exciting to be a part of that work because so many of the efforts that we're involved in really are boots on the ground activities to help those parents to become the very best parent that they can be with the knowledge and skills that are necessary to help their children grow and thrive, as well as the partnerships that we have with the business community, other state agencies, all of that work is just so exciting because it is collaborative work. You know, we, we cannot work in silos. So it's really important that we reach out to others who are involved in this kind of work, who are interested in the well-being of, of the youngest children in our state, because we know that there is still so much work that needs to be done. And so it's, it's really very gratifying to be a part of the Alabama Partnership for Children. And we're excited to be able to share about all the wonderful programs and resources that our agency offers offers to those in the community. Well, it really is amazing to hear about all of the different initiatives that I personally did not know about. And I'm quite sure many of our listeners don't know about all of the things. They may know about one thing or several things, but not all of those things. And those things are free for people to participate in, correct? Yes, everything is free. We don't charge anything for our services. So yes, like I mentioned, please visit the website to learn more. You know, all of the programs that I talked about are there are links on the website to those different programs that can give families and early care and education providers more information. Perfect. So your work with APC really focuses on a campaign called Feed Me Words. So what does this mean and how can people do this with children? So Feed Me Words is a program that was launched by the Alabama Partnership for Children in 2018. It was launched to get Alabama families connected with vital resources aimed at increasing the language nutrition of young children birth to three years of age. Language nutrition, as we like to say, refers to rich language interactions between caregivers and infants and young children. And it's critical for child socio-emotional and vocabulary development. Uh, The primary message we're trying to convey to adults is to talk early and talk often. Your baby can hear you as early as the third trimester of pregnancy, so it's never too early to start talking with your baby. We know that 85% of a baby's brain has developed by the time they are three years old, and we know that little brains need lots of loving words as much as they need healthy food to grow and thrive. So just by talking, reading, singing, and playing with the baby, you help develop his or her brain. Yeah, because a lot of times we don't think about feeding children words. And so I love the name of that campaign because that is something that is ignored. So can you tell us again, you mentioned a little bit about why the birth to age three range is so important. What happens if this doesn't occur? Well, research shows that the number of loving words a baby hears in the early years of life is a strong predictor of their ability to read by third grade and their future success. We know that third grade is that important kind of milestone when children switch over from learning to read to reading to learn. And so children who do not learn the necessary language and comprehension and vocabulary skills at an early age often fall so far behind other kids that they can never catch up. The trajectory of these children's lives can be dramatically changed if they're engaged from birth in environments that are rich in warm language and conversation and other brain-building activities. At about four months of age, babies begin to copy the sounds of languages that they hear regularly, they use gestures and facial 
facial expressions, to talk with adults, this back and forth communication, which we call serve and return. It builds your baby's brain with the social skills he or she will need later on. And that's why it's important and really critical to begin talking with your baby early and feeding them words. Even when you feel like they can't respond verbally, like I said, all those um, skills, those facial expressions, those gestures, you know, that's them trying to return and communicate with you. Remarkably, vocabulary at the age of three is the single strongest predictor of a child's future literacy and educational success, which has important implications for health and economic outcomes. Absolutely. So I think APC has two programs that are part of the Feed Me Words campaign. Can you tell me more about them and who those programs are designed for? Yes. So Talk With Me Baby and Read Right From the Start are the two programs that we have that are part of Feed Me Words. And the Talk With Me Baby program began as a collaboration between the Georgia Department of Public Health and other leadership organizations that were all working together to bring that concept of language nutrition into public awareness and really to educate caregivers on the importance of talking with their baby every day, just as Julie mentioned. You know, all of that is in an effort to close the word gap because all across the country, people are concerned about that um, the word gap issues that we have know are prevalent. So Talk With Me Baby really targets the large-scale workforce that already interacts with new and expectant parents, which would include nurses, WIC nutritionists, early learning educators, and many others. So this program really prepares employees that are in those fields on how to coach families on how and why it's important to provide that language nutrition that will support the early brain development in their children. We we know that all parents want to do what's best for their children. And so ultimately, the Talk With Me Baby program is really designed to reach out to those parents and those caregivers across the state to introduce them to the joys and the power of talking with their baby and to become more comfortable with looking for those everyday opportunities to talk often and talk early. I see parents in the grocery store and other stores talking to their babies and infants. And I just want to go over and go, keep it up, mom or dad. You're doing really great. And I always stop myself because I know they'll think I'm crazy. But it really is that simple. Absolutely. You know, that is one of the things that since really getting involved in this work and learning more about brain research, that it does make you much more aware of those interactions in the public sector where you either see great examples of parents being very involved with their children Or sometimes, unfortunately, we see the opposite of that. And we want to be able to share those tips with them, just to be able to share an encouraging word with them to say that it's okay to talk about the grocery aisle and the things that you see and talk about the fruits and vegetables as you pass through the grocery store. All of that makes a huge difference to the language nutrition opportunities for children. Yeah, they don't have to understand what we're saying. They just need to have that exposure. So Read Right from the Start is a program where people can receive training in how to help children develop language and literacy skills. What can you tell us about this training? And are there any incentives for people doing this training? Yeah, so Rewrite from the Start is on Cox campus, and it is a professional development platform of research-based online courses that are really designed to improve the language and literacy instruction of teachers of children who work with birth to age eight. There are courses that provide practices that, when implemented in the classroom, have been proven to dramatically increase children's vocabularies, their critical thinking skills, and prepare them to learn to read. So Read Right from the Start was developed by the Rollins Center for 
for Language and Literacy at the Atlanta Speech School. And through a lot of generous donors, they've been able to offer Read Right from the Start free to anyone who wishes to take these courses. So currently, there are 50 courses that will provide practices to build vocabulary comprehension that will help you to effectively push in and pull out language to learn about creating learning centers within classrooms that are more conducive to learning for children and to introduce and use phonological awareness. One of the primary efforts in Read Right from the Start is learning to select appropriate storybooks for children that encourage language. And so there are lots of more ideas and activities that are part of those Read Right from the Start courses. They are offered in three different tracks to focus on the age of the child. So the first track covers infant and toddlers. The second track of courses is really designed for preschool and pre-K teachers and to help those children at that age level. And then the third track is designed for kindergarten through third grade. And so all of those really focus on helping those educators to learn some new strategies that they can implement immediately into the classroom. So in addition to the free online courses, we at the Alabama Partnership for Children have been able to introduce Read Right from the Start into Alabama early child care settings by training mentors and coaches to assist with the implementation of early literacy in all early childhood settings. So we have early literacy Read Right from the Start facilitators that are working with multiple child care programs across the state to support the implementation of the Read Right from the Start initiative to include all of the content from the Cox Campus courses. We are also providing on-site modeling and coaching to really provide some technical assistance to those educators. Anybody can take the free online courses on Cox Campus. So parents can sign up even though the courses may be designed for educators. There's a lot of information I'll talk about in a minute for parents, but there is a special incentive that's being offered for individuals who are currently working with children birth to pre-K in Alabama who want to enhance their skills to help those children develop strong language and literacy. So if you're interested or if our listeners are interested in learning more, they can register on the Alabama Partnership for Children website to participate. And once they submit that online application, they are automatically directed to Cox Campus website to begin taking the online courses. They simply choose the track that is most relevant to the age group that they work with and then start taking the classes and learning some new strategies. And so you asked about an incentive. We are so excited to be able to to offer participants a one-time incentive of up to $200 if they meet the following criteria. So they do have to work in an early childhood setting, work as an early child educator that is a licensed program within the state of Alabama. They must complete five to 10 hours of online coursework on Cox campus. And one of those courses must be the foundational course called Power of Language. And there are two versions of that course, depending on the track that they take. But that is our foundation course that they should start with. And then the participants submit their certificates of completion to me, Colly Wells at the Alabama Partnership for Children. And we have been so blessed to have some generous funding. The sponsors have paid for these incentives. And I'm really excited, Shelly, to, to share with you that to date, since we started this program, we've paid over $256,000 to over 1,700 child care professionals in Alabama who have participated in the incentive program. And all of those professional development hours have absolutely started to make a difference. And we know that those participants have completed almost 13,000 hours of professional development on Cox campus. So I think that's pretty significant and just great potential for impact around the state. 
that's actually just huge and staggering in the potential to change the trajectory of the language development of so many children for years to come. Absolutely. And, you know, if the child care providers will take even one course on Cox campus, I can guarantee that they will learn some new strategies that they can implement immediately into the classroom with their children and will really encourage them to talk to the children, to really tune in to what the children are doing. It makes them so much more aware of opportunities and sometimes missed opportunities that we have when working with young children. I love it. Part of the work of APC is to connect families with resources. So what kind of resources are specifically available for families and how can they find out more? So yes, as you've heard, APC offers a variety of programs that provide parents, caregivers, and professionals with numerous resources. But really the best way to learn is to visit our website at alabamapartnershipforchildren.org and sign up for our free monthly e-newsletter called Thrive by Five. Our newsletter is a great way to keep up with current projects and events of Alabama Partnership for Children and to learn more about um, all the different program areas that Julie spoke of earlier. The Parenting Handbook is also available as a free app at AL Parent Manual. And then additionally, the Cox Campus, as I talked about a minute ago, has a whole series of pop-up learning courses that are designed just for families that include a lot of educational activities, songs that you can sing to build language skills with your children. There are examples of story reads that will emphasize age-relevant vocabulary, as well as additional enrichment activities that will build motor and math skills. So I would encourage parents to to go to coxcampus.org and begin exploring the resources and those pop-up learning activities that are designed specifically for parents. I love that. And I always joke that there isn't a manual when we become parents, but it sounds like there might actually be one. So I'm pretty excited about that. I need to go download that. Probably doesn't reach the age group that my children are in, but I wish I'd had some advice when they were young on how to do that better, because I think I could have done better. That handbook that has been developed is really wonderful because it has different chapters, if you will, that cover Pregnancy questions, taking care of an infant, looking at health care issues that we're often concerned as new parents, especially about, you know, what kind of behavior is my child exhibiting? Is my child growing appropriately in terms of milestones? And so there are a lot of really helpful resources on that handbook app that will help parents, regardless of whether they're new parents or have had children for a number of years. But we can always learn new skills as a parent to be better and to become more effective. So I would encourage you to take a look at, at the app or even request one of the handbooks. We have them in printed format as well that we can make available if people are interested in that. Awesome. So if there's one thing that you could say to people about this work and what we needed to do for our very young children, what would it be and how can people become involved? So 
Shelly, our work in Alabama is based on the idea that it's much easier and more cost efficient to build a healthy, productive child from birth than it is to remediate a troubled child, uh, recapture a troublesome youth, or rehabilitate an adult who is not contributing positively to our society or our economy. Because we know we can have a more powerful impact when we work together rather than alone, the APC has formed so many partnerships and relationships that allow us to effectively work together for Alabama's children. You know, every child needs a hero. And no job is too big or too small. For your listeners, we would encourage you to find out how you can advocate for the welfare of of young children in Alabama. And we would encourage you to visit our website and share our resources with others. One other thing, Shelly, that I will mention is just that um, with the passage of the Alabama Literacy Act, there is a whole lot of focus on language and literacy, especially for young children in preschool through third grade years. There's a lot of focus on helping children attain that third grade reading proficiency level. But at the APC, we know that learning doesn't begin when a child enters preschool or kindergarten. It begins long before that, as early as the third trimester of pregnancy. And we also know that a huge amount of brain growth, as mentioned earlier, and and learning occurs during those first three years of life. So we know the foundation for language and literacy is built during those first few years. And with that being said, it's so important to build that strong foundation for language and literacy so that when a child does arrive at preschool or kindergarten, those pre-reading behaviors and skills are already in place. So there is so much that um, parents and caregivers can do in the first few years of life to build up that strong foundation. It doesn't take fancy toys or education, talking, asking questions, conversing with a child is a great way to build that foundation. Reading and singing are just as important too. And so we really, in the work that Colleen and I do, we really want to encourage caregivers and parents to utilize those everyday moments to talk with young children, even when they can't talk back. Bath time, cooking dinner, riding in a car, diaper changes, bath time. Those are all wonderful opportunities to bring more conversation into your day. Well, it feels like it's one of the missing pieces that we really can accelerate all of our children and it doesn't cost us a dime and everyone can do it. So I appreciate both of you coming and talking with us today. I appreciate what you're doing and have done for children, families, and our entire state. Well, thanks for um, allowing us to come on and to share with you about what the Alabama Partnership is doing to support this healthy development in our state. And we are especially excited about our work around early language and literacy and would love to connect with additional partners as we continue this important work. And I'd like to just echo that by saying thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be with you today and with your listeners We are very excited about the language and literacy opportunities that we have in this state to make a difference in the youngest of children. And we hope that the activities and the resources that we can make available to parents and other practitioners in the community will help to educate them in ways that they can work more effectively with their own children or with children in the community. But thank you so much for reaching out to us, Shelley. You know, this is an effort that all of us can be a part of, whether we have our own children or grandchildren, children in the community, all of us can do activities that will help to promote learning for young children. And we know that those literacy efforts are so important in our state. And we just want to make sure that we're all doing our part to help those children to reach their full potential. So thank you again for letting us be a part of this. Absolutely, because we're all in this together. Join us again next week for the next episode of the Alabama Literacy Network's 